so I want to have a conversation with you guys about the rescuer angle of the Cartman drama triangle. So if you haven't followed me for a while, you didn't listen to the previous podcast that I have done on the victim side of things, just to bring you up to speed, Cartman drama triangle was written, I think in the seventies, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it's this disempowerment triangle that I have been teaching about for ages that is based on energies that like to play with each other. It's like a victim and like a prosecutor and a rescuer. Some people think of it as the savior. And they are so, mm, they just get it under our skin. Like you don't notice how you're doing it. And I was teaching it for the longest time and I didn't even realize how deeply I was playing the rescuer in my life and how it was affecting me. Okay, so I want to just have a conversation with you guys. It's going to be very informal, but I want to share my stories and share my kind of experience with this and what needs to happen in our industry to shift to true empowerment from saving people. So there's a lot of people, a lot of coaches, a lot of mentors that complain about having too many victimized clients that always want something, that are complaining when things don't go well and that we feel over responsible and we lose sleep because our clients are not getting results or whatever you have, right? And there is a fine line between wanting your program to be effective and really honing in your methodology and honing in and improving how you teach and showing up in the most empowered state that you can and going in a place where you are taking responsibility for their results. Because when you do that, and it has been said to me so many times, I clearly remember two and a half years ago, when it was said to me, if you try to save somebody, if you try to help somebody, you know, helping, there's really different ways of helping, you're actually lowering their frequency. You're not letting them arise to, you know, letting them find their empowered state where they're making decisions for themselves. So I've kind of been talking about both sides of it, how that happens. And the chances are, if you have been on the other side of it, if you showed up to previous coaching programs in the context of this person is going to activate me, being in the energy of the presence is going to give me the energy to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z, or you know, whatever they tell me to do, I'm going to follow. I'm just going to roll up my sleeves and do all the work. And if I follow all the work, I'm going to get the results, right? If you have been, and I have been, okay, no judgment. If we have been showing up to programs like this, then the chances are that we're also playing to an extent a savior in our own practice coaching, healing, mentoring, whatever it is, healing less so because we're aware that people are really healing themselves. We're just, mm, you know, facilitating or we're holding space or whatever. We're teaching them tools and methods and techniques. So not always, I suppose, <laughs> not always. But where it goes wrong, to share my personal experience, I launched a program in, at the end of 2020, a group program. And early 2021, I, no, late 2019, early 2020 is when I launched it. 
so this is, um, this is, you know, it's going to be almost three years ago. I launched a program and I wasn't aware of some of the dynamics and the program grew really quickly. It went from, you know, zero to the top was 130 clients in the coaching incubator. It was like a business coaching incubator. And I wasn't aware of the dynamics and I was showing up in other people's programs in a little bit of disempowered state sometimes. And I would just take anything they tell me, okay, they know the way they have been there. They have done that. They know what they're doing. So I'm just going to take everything they're saying and run with it. Right. And you know, it's, it's fine when we do that, but then we cannot be resentful when it doesn't work out because we're not all the same. We're not the same people. We need to judge for ourselves what's best for us and what's not. So it was all really interesting that I took this energy on, that I was going to do, this program was going to do something for the clients rather than then coming, learning, discerning for themselves what's right for them, what's not, and then running it by their own internal decision-making system and apply what they will and not apply what they won't. Now. There are clients that are still to till the today with me through these years that understand what empowerment is all about and they can take what I'm saying and they can filter through their own internal system. They go like, okay, yes, this works and no, this doesn't work. And those are the healthiest kinds of relationship where I don't have to worry about, I'm going to tell them something wrong that doesn't apply to them because I can trust them to actually discern, you know, mm, this resonates, mm, this doesn't right now, maybe later, or maybe it's not for me. But it's, it's the best kind of relationship is with empowered people. It's the best kind of relationships with a person who knows how to check everything by their internal authority by their inner authority and run it by themselves to know is this for me and it's not and I'm so hugely hugely appreciated of those relationships because I never have to worry whether I'm saying something wrong or that this is something is gonna you know not land the right way and I realize from those relationships that are more empowered that it is it is really important for us to be aware of this release ourselves from the savior energy and also release our clients or help them see not release them but help them see where they are in disempowered state you know buying a little bit too much into what we're saying and give them the power back to discern like no like i have my blind spots i don't know everything there's to know i have entities Da 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 da. It, but like you name it, like I'm clearing my light body as I go. Is there mind control? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I got some stuff removed just last week, and where it goes wrong, you know, I got a message from somebody a while ago because I'm in another mentorship program. It's really interesting, and in that mentorship program there was a word going around that this person is being hijacked by entities and AI and whatever, and is in bed with whatever low astral, right? And so it was a very difficult process, but in the end, it was quite empowering for me because did I leave her program? No. 
but it forced me to show up in an empowered way to not take everything that she's saying like the truth because it's not sometimes it is really authentic and sometimes it's very connected to the spirit and it's like juicy stuff and sometimes it's like huh maybe this doesn't apply to me maybe other people need to hear this is in this moment but it's not it doesn't apply to me okay and so it was it was actually a really beneficial experience so you're going to see more and more of this canceling going on of like the coaches because they got hijacked by something or whatever their consciousness has fallen and whatnot and and we just have to accept that this is a reality where nothing is nothing is pure there's things in our light body we don't know about yet and getting into a canceling like oh my god like oh my gosh i feel so bad because i was in this person's program and they're hijacked and whatever like we're past that we're past that we can show up and watch somebody and start becoming empowered about how we consume the information okay and it's not just with this it's when you go on youtube when you show up when you watch this right when you're watching this video you can go like this works for me and this doesn't and run it by your internal authority right really discern for yourself now i want to get into the savior stuff because that is so interesting to me so back to my original story right so I was kind of coming from the mentality is that my program has to do something for them. My energy, I started lending my energy because I know I can be potent to people. I have a very focused aura and I can use it to really get people like this, like get them focused, get them inspired. It's a way for me to get inspired too. It like works both ways. You know, I really love those interactions when we're just like, yes, let's do this together. And there's like a lot of inspiration and it's, and I love that, but there is motivation and that there's healing. And those are two different things. And I realized I have to find the spot in the middle where I can show up and inspire and tell people stories, take them on a journey. But if they are not sitting with this and they're not integrating this information within themselves right because this integration like you realize something and you heard something you're like ah oh, that's me and it's not enough to say like oh my god i see this now i know now you know now i feel so much better now that i know this is there now i can build an empower business and it's like no 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 no, 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 no. Just because you realize that you have a failure of failing again or failure of disappointment or whatever you found out in the training during Ungoals, that is not the work. That is just awareness. And if we just go with the awareness and then we feel like, oh, box checked, I'm aware of this, but we don't actually spend time within ourselves and start tracking this information in meditation or with a coach or with a healer to help us integrate those disowned parts of us, to heal them, to have this kind of come together for us internally to where I'm not empowered because I think I'm empowered or because I know what's disempowered about me but it's actually coming online for me and it's coming together and it's clicking and it's it's like oh okay and then you start and then then you can integrate actually like okay well if i'm not this who do i want to be and we get to actually create ourselves
right? But then there's also a piece in the coaching industry that is so focused on creation, but there's not focused on pulling out the pieces that are the opposite. So you kind of have to have those two. And where we go wrong as an industry is the, where we focus on activating other people, lending their energy, like there's a lot of motivation, but there is no like teaching people how to A, make their own decisions, B, how to take the realizations that they're having and work with it internally or really encourage them. If we don't do the work, then who are they doing the work with? Are they doing it by themselves? Are they working with a healer? Are they working in some other modality? But is there a process of actually, you know, untangling these things and noticing them within, within ourselves, okay? So this is where we really have to be accountable. And where I ran into trouble, oh my gosh, I was such a baby, honestly. It was, it, it's, it's hilarious looking back at what happened. So I would literally lose sleep every time somebody was having a hard time, like a client was having a hard time. I took it personal. It's something that my program is not doing for them, which is silly, I know, right? In retrospect, like that's silly. Like it's part of healing that we're going to be confronted by something, right? And then it was really interesting because I was taking responsibility for their financial results as a coach, but also for their transformation because that was important to me. That wasn't necessarily important always to them, but it was important to me and their happiness. And those three things not necessarily always coexist together. When you're going through a deep healing journey, sometimes you're going to be in lower frequencies in order to find all the threads that are healing. You're not going to be always happy. No such thing exists. So like they would go in disempowered states and then, bl and then blame the program, right? Business growth is not always simultaneous with transformation. You transform something and then you find out there's the next thing and then you realize the way you've been doing business is completely inauthentic. So there is peaks and there is valleys and there's times of like business exposure and there's times to really for your business is quiet and maybe you just have a handful of clients that, that are staying with you until you get those pieces integrated and you're like, okay, I'm ready for the next you know, expansion, whatever it is. So you start to see <laughs> that I was kind of setting up myself for trouble, playing actually the savior and taking personal responsibility for everybody in my program being happy or transformed or both, preferably say to the same time and 10xing the revenue, right? And I think my biggest heartbreaks were the clients who were super successful. Like they would go from like 50K to 500K or 80K to 400K. And I'm not saying this to like, play the numbers or whatever because it actually wasn't like the transformation to me is more important than the numbers it really is but then they would be emotionally in the same exact place than when they started and I felt like I was failing even though they got the results and so I realized from that we really have to take a step back from jumping in and this is like so tricky in advertising because the advertising that actually works that people's egos will buy 1000% is when you tell them this program will give you result ABC and that's how you're taught to market and we have to be super 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 honest about that 
because there has to be focus on the process. And the truth is, it's a mountain that we're climbing. It's a spiritual mountain that we're climbing. It's a never-ending process. Sometimes we come on a landing and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so happy that I integrated it. And then there's the next deck and then there's the next set of stairs, right? And when you market from a standpoint of results, are you going to get clients? Yes. Yes. If you're good at it and you're playing into their pain points and you're communicating the results, you're absolutely going to get clients. And by the way, I'm not saying it for you to not do that, okay? But when we do that, this is the intended result for the program. You kind of have to communicate the results because you need to ingrate, you need to have it in your, you want to kind of create it as an intention together. You want to lend it to them as a potential intention because when there is no intention, when there is no heart, yes, heart saying yes for this particular transformation, for this particular result, a particular way of being, then you're guaranteed, you're almost like that's not going to happen, right? Like the, we have to get people to say yes to themselves and to envision it as a result. Now, there needs to be a component in your program or in your teaching that you teach people how to own their own power in the program. If you know you have people who are not always behaving that way. Teach them how to make their own decisions about what you're teaching, how to check in with themselves. Talk to them about what it's actually going to take because not all the transformation is taught by you. If you're a healer, great. If you're not a healer or if you're a coach and you go with people into the depths of it, great. But if you're just guiding, like I do sometimes, you know, when I do these launches and whatever you have or, or programs where I'm literally just guiding and teaching, but I'm actually not doing the inner work with people that I do in a one-on-one setting, then it needs to be clear to people that this isn't just the show that they watch on camera, that they watch on TV. That makes them feel good. And that, you know, gives them the buzz and gives them the energy and makes them pump up and like, go do this. That is not the point, right? We, there is a need to communicate that there's, there is internal journey and internal putting things together that needs to happen, okay? And if you don't do it, that's completely fine. But if you take on a role that you on camera alone can make the difference for them, my personal opinion is that you're going to run into a lot of trouble because people are going to expect you on camera, you being the television and your energy to do the work from them and it's not going to. And then you're going to cycle through people who are disempowered, people who complain that this program didn't work for them. Okay? And you'll say, well, did you work for the program? But they didn't really know what that means. They're like, well, I did all the work. I show up on the training. I did the worksheets, whatever. But it's not enough right? There's the watching and there's the healing component. So I hope this is making sense to you guys. 
I'm like so excited to dive in into um, I'm recording some videos and updating the serve method, which is which is really interesting. And this is going to be a component of it. So thank you so much for watching this. I hope this gives you some ideas on how to structure teachings in your programs. And maybe there's, you know, if you had some traumas with clients complaining, maybe there's some there's something to heal for you and something to step beyond. And yes, it's really scary to say, I'm not here to save you and actually mean it, you know, not just like an advertising thing to repel the people for, you know, when it's like a Hail Mary pass or whatever, but actually, actually like hold accountability for this, right? Like, yes, I will inspire you. Yes, I'll pull my energy into you when it's appropriate and when the energy is there and not when it's not there. But it is always your, 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 your responsibility to take this, sit with this, heal this, hire somebody else to heal this if you, if you need, and for you to actually get the breakthrough because the watching somebody in video is not going to do the breakthrough. You might have awareness, but it's not going to give you the breakthrough. The breakthrough is yours and nobody else's, okay? There's nobody, nobody that can do the breakthroughs for you. No matter how skilled, no matter how, you know, Tony Robbins, like there are, no matter how, how much energy they have. And I can have a lot of energy, not always, but I can have a lot of energy. You know, I can, you know, my, my stuff can be quite potent, but it's still, it's still the responsibility on the people, on the person on the other side to, to do this internal work. So thank you so much for watching. Um, I'm going to put some links below this. If you're interested in working with me privately or following whatever I have going on, sign up for my email portal and things like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this below and I'll see you in the next video. Everything, if you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.